Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni Andreoli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. Alright, everyone. I'm trying out a new mic setup today. It's very weird, but I think that it could work pretty well. Um, I'm excited to see how it turns out. From my test audio, it sounds pretty good, and I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see how you guys like it. You'll have to let me know. But um, today I'm going to be talking about... Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark, which is one of my absolute favorite movies. Uh, 80s movies, just action movies in general, Spielberg movies, whatever, you name it. I really, really love this movie, and I've been excited to talk about it for a while, I have to tell you. And um, and I think that there's something I mentioned briefly on a, on a past episode. Uh, it was something about the degree to which it's important to consider your episodes complementing each other if that makes any sense so like does this episode i'm doing now complement the episode i did before like the last episode and uh i really just kind of decided nah that's not a huge deal i probably don't need to worry about it but then i think what um what kind of just randomly fell together and I thought would be an interesting experiment is uh, a particular sequence of episodes and so I would go from one of my favorite action movies in Mission Impossible Fallout to this movie and then take that to the next episode which is a documentary about uh, the Raiders of the Lost Ark shot for shot fan film um, which I also watched and then uh, after that, I would do another movie about movie making, and I would review The Disaster Artist, because I just watched that too. So I thought that would be a cool little sequence, and you could see like the logical flow from movie to movie, and it would just be, uh, I don't know, they would just group well together. So we'll see how that goes. Trying all kinds of new things this episode, but uh, let's stop talking about them and, and, and just do them. So without further ado, I'm, I'm going to jump in. This is Raiders of the Lost Ark. I think one of the most interesting things about this movie that stood out to me immediately is how it perfectly illustrates a point I was making in the last episode, which was Mission Impossible Fallout. This movie is a B-movie premise, and it's a loving homage to B-movie action serials uh, from when Spielberg and Lucas were growing up. And uh, I think that it's a very, a very interesting example of not letting a B-movie script or a B-movie premise uh, stop you from trans transforming it into an A-movie. Like, this is an, not just an A-movie, this is an A-plus movie. This is, this is a really, really damn good movie. And uh, I think that, uh, just strictly speaking, this is not a very good script. That actually stood out to me this time as well. It's very, well, that's not even true. I was going to say it's very well paced. I think it is until the end. Uh, the climax is very underwhelming. Um, well, at least the final quote-unquote action scene, which is the actual opening of the arc in which our main characters literally stand there and let the arc do all the work for them down to burning off the ropes. Uh, so they don't really do any work in escaping or stopping the the bad guys, and there's also no way that they would know to close their eyes, which was it was divulged to Indiana Jones in a deleted scene, uh, which I'm not really sure why they deleted, because it seems like pretty crucial information that we should probably know, like... Why Why does he know that? How does he know that? Why did he have to do that? Uh, I guess all of that is in a deleted scene, so should you choose to seek it out. 
but uh and then a lot of these lines are just clunky as hell and like some of them i think one of the biggest ones that stuck out to me was the thing where he goes up to uh um to his his pal after um after he believes that uh that marion has been killed and uh and he goes he goes to sala and he's like you know marion's dead and he goes i know time goes on or but whatever time it must move on something like that and i'm like uh okay and uh they never do a sufficient job of building up that loss which i think is really interesting because because she's such a great character and if they would have committed to that i think you would have felt it a lot more but um but like just strictly speaking i think a lot of these moments are really clunky and really cheesy and i think it comes down to the directing and the editing and the performances and uh and just the charisma of this whole cast and just this movie in general that makes this movie as enjoyable as it is and uh that was really interesting to me this time but i again i would still tell you that this is one of the best movies ever made and i think it's interesting that that's coming from a script that i think on paper this isn't this really isn't great there's you know just it just isn't but once you actually put it on a screen it's amazing and i think a lot of that comes down to like i said everything before about the performances and the actors and all that but i think also steven spielberg just directs the hell out of this movie uh the movie he did before this oh man i want to say it was the color purple i probably should have looked that up before but um but whatever he directed before this it was a flop and so he kind of felt like he had something to prove again he was back to the to the point where he was very early in his career where he was super scrappy and just trying to get in and trying to prove that he was you know worth people's time and worth uh the money that it would take to produce his movies and and he had that desire to prove to everyone that that he still has it that whatever it was it wasn't just a couple of flukes like he does he is still a great director and uh i know that was a big reason that harrison ford signed on and just you know like he loved the character and and he felt connected to spielberg but it was still a bit of a drawback for him that he was committing to a trilogy which was all it was at the time but it kind of won him over the fact that he could feel that spielberg was ready to um to show everyone that he legitimately is a fantastic director and i think that this is uh this is quite the testament to that more than more than a lot of his other movies i would definitely put this close to the top in terms of uh my favorite spielberg movies but he just uh, there's a way that he blocks scenes that keeps them so engaging and it was really really standing out to me this time because i was just talking on the gemini man episode about how lazy a lot of the filmmaking is it's just shot reverse shot shot reverse shot shot reverse shot push in for another shot reverse shot this time it's closer like they're not engaging scenes outside of the action there's no engaging character moments he doesn't take advantage of the beautiful landscapes that the locations that this that the scenes are set in afford him he doesn't move the camera in ways that keep you interested in long exposition scenes but this even if it's just an expository dialogue the way spielberg is able to shoot this movie it just it makes it look beautiful and stunning it's, there's so many you know moments in this movie that that look like something you'd want to 
frame on your wall. And I love the fact that it, he uses light so effectively, shadows, silhouettes. The way he frames within the frames is, in, is fantastic. Um, there's a shot, uh, speaking of expository scenes, when Indy's just chilling in the, um, whatever that would be, like a, not a conference room, um, like a presentation room or something. I'm not really sure, but there's a there's a part of the university where they're going through all the details of the mission that they want to send Indy on, and Indy's breaking down all the historical legend that surrounds the the Ark of the Covenant, and just the way that Indy is, um, like the way the camera follows him, the way he's framed between the two agents uh, in silhouette, the way that you get. Um, like a two shot of him and uh, I don't remember the the other guy's name but his his assistant there um, they're both in the shot and you have the glass windows behind them like it just looks so 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 good and there's so many awesome heroic moments with stuff like with the shadows of Indy and Sala on the wall as they're carrying the Ark the shadow of Indy when he first appears in Nepal um, and he's uh, he's in He's in Marion's bar, the silhouette of Indy looking over the dig site as the sun sets, uh, and, there, and these are not, these are just a select few moments, but there's so, so many of them that just, they just look so good, and they, they pull you in in a way that I feel like a lot of lesser directors lack the ability to do, and it really, really impressed me, you know, that Spielberg had forgotten more about blocking scenes than, uh, than, he would ever know that's a that's a quote from uh uh steven soderbergh i think yeah i think soderbergh said that i think soderbergh said that spielberg had forgotten has forgotten more about blocking scenes than i'll never than i will ever know i think he said something to that effect and i think that really sums it up because it's just such great visual storytelling and then just don't even get me started with the action i mean the way that the way the camera circles around things, the way we let shots linger and we can actually see the action and really appreciate the stunt work in these long one-take sequences, it's amazing. And I, I just love how perfectly the cinematography and just direction in this movie coalesces. And then, uh, and yeah, just the action. This movie is so awesome. Like, the action scenes are so scrappy and so so much fun they're they just have like a pulp to them with the guy swinging at indy with his fists on fire and the awesome music and um and like the the crazy goofy sound effects all this stuff is so fun and i also love that marion is an active part in this action i love that she's not a helpless damsel uh that she, even when you think that Oh, come on. Is she seriously, like, you know, is she seriously giving in to these guys? She's got an ulterior motive. You know, she's got a plan. She's trying to figure her way out, even if Indy's not going to help her. And I love that, you know, when she gets trapped in the plane, she decides, like, oh, well, okay, I can't get out, but I can shoot these Nazis, and I can blow up these trucks. And, um, and I you know in the in the bar i can beat this guy over uh, uh, over the head with a with a block of wood and then um i can steal this knife and pretend to be drunk and and try to get out of here like it's you know if indy's not going to help me i better help myself and i love that especially compared to uh willie in 2 who that's one of many reasons why i have absolutely no desire to go back and revisit um temple of doom 
I think it's just, it's very mean-spirited. It's a very dark movie, but not dark in the way of, like, uh, The Dark Knight or Empire Strikes Back or, like, The Winter Soldier, where it's, like, it's a dark second chapter, even though it's not technically the second chapter because it's a prequel. But still, it's got the, it's like a darker turn in the story. It's not that. It's just a, it's a mean-spirited darkness that just makes it not fun to revisit for me. But Willie is another huge part of why I don't really love that movie. Because she's so helpless and stupid and shrill. And just like, ah, I broke a nail. Ah, my makeup. Ah, Mandy. It's so annoying. And it really, really detracts from my enjoyment of that movie. Whereas Marion is, you know, she can be... um very very pretty and she plays the chemistry with Indy very well and all the romantic scenes uh they're they're done very well but then she can also be a badass and um she can also you know help out other people and she's you know she's like got a life that's that's completely divorced of Indy's and she's got you know interests and and like things that she can do to help him it's just it's a really, really great character, and that's one of the main reasons why I love this movie so much, is because I love her, and I love their dynamic. And obviously, you can't talk about their dynamic without talking about the titular the titular character himself, uh, good old Indy. Harrison Ford is just so good in this role. Uh, I think that this is, for me, this is uh, even better than Han Solo. I know a lot of people prefer Han, but for me, this is my favorite role that he plays. I really, really love this character, and I love the dichotomy of him being such a square, such a nerd. He's such a dork when he's back at the university, when he's, like, in his big, goofy suit, and, you know, he looks like your English teacher if he was, you know, if he hit the gym on the weekends, like, he's just, you know, he's, you know, the way he looks in at at the girl, um, with the the stuff written on her eyelids, which, um, that is, that's very funny, the visual gag of that is very funny, that it's all, it's all just girls in the class, and there's, like, one guy who very angrily slams that apple down on the desk on the way out, that's really, that's really funny, and it's really cute to see him, like, like, kind of lean in and be like, what? And, and, and then he's, like, awkward, and he's got to try to get back into it, and then he just totally geeks out about all the history stuff. It's like he, you know, this isn't just a job for him. He's legitimately very invested in it, and a lot of the stuff, it's like, he understands the value of these artifacts as, um, as the, like, the preservation of history and he wants them to be available for other people to learn and appreciate the way he does and i love that that's his defining characteristic is his love for for the past and for the the actual science of archaeology that's really unique and i really enjoy that earlier iterations of the script had him like a a darker character a much more angry character he was a drunk he was a bit of a womanizer and to a certain extent that's still in here but it's much less overt and it's not the crux of the character and i really appreciate that they didn't do it because this is just so much more fun and so much more unique there really isn't another character like this and i really appreciate that i think that harrison ford does such a good job bringing him to life and even on the page he's just um, he's just one of a kind, and th- it all it all comes together in a really fun, really entertaining way. And so, yeah, I love love this character, and I also love his world. I also love that that much like Star Wars, we jump in in the middle of a story that's already firmly in progress. We're in the middle of a mission that has its own setup, uh, and we're we're just coming in at the conclusion. 
uh, I love that about this movie, and I love that um, it's kind of an homage to the serials, the action serials that uh, they were they were hearkening back to with this premise because this would be the conclusion to the cliffhanger of the last week's installment. That's really cool. And I love that very much like Star Wars, the world building happens along the way. You know, you learn things about these, excuse me, these characters and this world and the relationship that all these people have to one another uh, through the action, through the momentum of the story. We don't just... Um, we don't just start and get like our, we go from character to character and, and introduce the audience to them. We learn about them and we meet them along the way. And it just feels very natural and organic. I really love that about this movie. Uh, I say, say what you will about, about the pacing. I think towards the end it gets a little bit wonky because you have this amazing, you know, you go from, from the airfield to... Well, from the snake pit to the airfield to the horseback uh to the truck to um to finally uh like you settle down and then and just the final action scene is just really underwhelming but uh i do think that it has very propulsive in terms of the story it's very propulsive and you do get um a lot of exposition very naturally and I do appreciate that a lot. I much, much prefer that to just sitting down and learning everything in one big scene. I like to, to get it as you go because it keeps the story interesting and it keeps the audience engaged. And this movie definitely does that very, very well. Um, let's see. Action's great. Performances are great. Uh, cinematography, directing. It's all awesome. Oh! The ending of this movie is awesome. I love it. Um, and now I'm not talking about the the opening of the arc because, like I said before, I think that's really stupid. But uh, I love, I absolutely love the uh, the uh, like the what do I like the the warehouse thing, the whole meeting with the bureaucrats, and then and then putting the arc in a in a warehouse full of presumably at least a few of those are other indie adventures uh that's such an interesting and and kind of ominous ending i really really like it i don't know why i really a lot of these things i i do my best to articulate but this is one case where if you ask me i genuinely don't think i could tell you i think it's just like i don't know i like it it's just cool it's just such a cool final image and it's just such an ominous kind of foreboding look into like american bureaucracy and like the the thing that indie's railing against which is just you know just having these things to have them and having these things to um as missions you know and rather than like preservations uh and and uh like looks back through the past uh, i think that's i don't know that's just so cool and it's I, I don't know the the art it's clearly a matte painting uh the art is fantastic it just looks really cool and i don't really know what, what to say other than that i just really like it so yeah this is an awesome movie i really love it i love to revisit every revisit it every now and again it's easily my favorite of all of them uh i think that uh, in due time i'll get around to reviewing all the other ones it's definitely been a much longer time since i've seen them than this one because i i for sure have watched this the most out of all of them but uh but yeah i love this movie i love the actors i love the characters the villains are really great i didn't get into that a lot but um 
but what's his face is really good. Uh, that dude, you know who I'm talking about. Yep, um, <laughs> Belloc and uh, and another guy, whatever his name is, the the Nazi guy. Um, yeah, all that really really good. I love this movie. Uh, aside from Indy not really arcing and uh, the the climax being disappointing. Uh, the effects are awesome, don't get me wrong. The effects of the melting faces are awesome and so dumb. But uh, but the actual action, underwhelming. But aside from that, those are really my only complaints. I absolutely adore this movie, and I think that if you haven't seen it in a while, get on that. And if you haven't ever seen it, what are you doing? Don't listen to this. Go watch it. It's on Netflix. Go watch it. It's so much fun. It's so awesome. So, yeah. That's that's all I got. Really, really great movie. I love it. It's a classic for a reason. Alright, everyone. Before I get out of here, I would like to say that I am grateful for um, Netflix and technology. I was just today uh, talking to my mom about how insane it is to me that if you were to show a person all the way back in the old days with like the weird like disjointed phone with like the earpiece thingy and the and like the cord to the like mouthpiece that you held up to your mouth all that stuff like the first phone I'm talking the OG and you showed them like an iPhone 11 they would be like what is this like you would break their brain just how crazy it is that you know all this stuff is in the palm of our hand uh it kind of got kicked off because i was talking about how amazing it is to me to think about a camera all the way back when you know we were first starting this and it's not like now where we're continuously improving the technology but there's a blueprint laid out for us and not to discredit the work of those people i certainly have no idea how to do it but there is a path that you're you're cleaning up the path you're you're clipping away some of the um some of the loose leaves and and briars and stuff but there is still a path i'm trying to imagine just the idea of you want to capture an image and keep it make it physical like what does that even mean just wrapping your brain around that before it just became such a such a novelty that blows my mind and i have no idea how you even start to approach something like that something so daunting that's insane but um but i will say that i think that it's it's so amazing that on top of all that just the amazing technology that we have right now i think it's amazing that we have things that can just bring movies right to us that's so cool who would have thought that could have happened all uh, you know all those years ago and it's crazy that we have evolved from big hunky plastic with tape you had to physically wind and and unwind and rewind to all the movies you could ever want in the palm of your hand that's so cool I'm just grateful that I live in a time where that's available to me because it makes certainly makes this whole thing a lot easier and it makes it a lot easier for me to discover things I never would have seen otherwise. So I'm very grateful for that. And uh, and yeah, that's that's what I'm grateful for. So. Oh, all right. I. I will catch you in the next one. But uh, but before I get out of here, I would like to say that if you want to support the show, you can do that by leaving a review. Just write an app, whatever you feel is fair. Five stars helps out a lot. But um, but just any review helps me turn up in searches more, and I'd really appreciate it. While you're there, consider subscribing so you never miss an episode. I try to post these twice a week, usually on Tuesdays and Thursdays. This um, this past week's schedule was a little jank.
because I released two episodes in the same day, but, you know, if you listen to those, you know the whole situation, so, um, uh, what do you do, what else? If you want to, if you want to follow the show on Instagram, you can do that at Movies and More Pod. I post updates on new episodes and when, uh, when they get posted, what the topics of discussion will be. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can do that at Giovangioli1. And if you want to email the show, you can do that at moviesandmorepod at gmail.com. If you want to, um, visit the show on the web, the landing page for all the things I just talked about, uh, plus a lot more, you can do that at moviesandmorepod.com. I just posted an article recently about Michael Keaton potentially uh, reprising his role as the Batman, and I'm working on one about my top five comic book movie lines, so lines from from comic book movies that are some of my favorites and that resonate with me the strongest. So, uh, so yeah, that's what's going on there, but you can also find everywhere that you can listen to the show, not just Spotify and Apple and, and Google Podcasts and stuff, but, you know, Radio Public, Breaker, Overcast, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, all that stuff, you can find that there, plus a bunch of articles and uh, ways you can contact me. So, that's all I got for today. Thank you so much, as always, for listening, and I will catch you in the next one. But, uh, but, 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 but I, I do want you to know. This is totally unscripted and stuff. I don't know if you were worried. Because I'm making it up as I go along. (laughs) That's the line from the movie. I'm not just randomly bringing up this isn't scripted. Obviously, it's not scripted. It's a podcast. All right, bye.